Hello, everybody. Cinepod Movie Cast. I'm Chuck Kiners. And I am Jose Joel Zoueta. Welcome. Da, 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 da. That's right, kids. This era of the large, multi-million dollar event movie continues as we today discuss... What is what are we discussing today, Mr. Zulueta? Uh, we're discussing the Emoji movie? No. Wow. Avengers Infinity War. Oh, that's not funny. That was not funny. Okay. I, I didn't find that humorous. All right. You know, we're doing this big build-up, and then you throw out some nonsense? <laughs> yes, yes. One of the most um, highly anticipated movies, a culmination of 10 years' worth of filmmaking uh, that, wow. is, that is leading up to this, this one moment, this one movie, which, which will take us through events. These events that are, happen in this movie will take us through to two movies. So we'll have this movie, and then... Avengers 4, which will come out next year. But as of now, this is the Infinity War. We finally uh, get a little piece of uh, Thanos. We finally get to see him. The only time we ever... We see Thanos a couple of times. Um, he has he has a more extended role in Guardians of the Galaxy, right? He, um, he yes. pops up in yeah, that. Not necessarily so, because he's related to Gamora. That's right. And... Well, quote unquote, uh, yeah, it related. takes place in outer space, and Thanos is or Thanos. Thanos is like such a cosmic character, yes. so he fits right in with the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Yes. So, um, which is, I guess, um, ultimately what they're building up to of uh, the Marvel universe. I think they're going to start focusing more on space. That's what it seems oh, like yeah. to me. Um, they're getting off of this uh, big blue rock. And taking us out into the far reaches of the universe. Um, So let's, sir, let us get into it. Now, um, I I saw this opening weekend. I'm sure you did, too. Oh, yeah. I saw this in IMAX. Wow. In uh, Lincoln Square. Fantastic. Fantastic. How was your screening? Um, Fine. It's fine. I saw it at the mall. (laughs) <laughs> in the suburbs. Oh, cool. <laughs> Exciting. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's fair enough. It's good. Um, uh, so yeah. um, let's get into it, sir. I'd, um, I've been, yeah. I haven't talked about this movie yet at all. So you know, I've been holding yeah. on to my comments for about a week. Uh, <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, literally, I've not talked to anybody. This is the first time I'm actually out loud speaking of this movie. So. Um, of yeah. course, Mr. Zuleta, I am uh, I'm eager to hear about what you think of uh, the Russo brothers directed Avengers Infinity War. Wow. Well, you know, uh, a Facebook friend of mine posted that this may be the Empire Strikes Back of this generation. There you go. And in many ways, I agree with that. Yep. Yeah. Yep, that 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 was my yeah. that was my primary thought after seeing this movie. After when I walked it's, out of the theater, it is just so epic, mm. you know. And that is like the cliffhanger to end all cliffhangers. Yeah. <laughs> if I was ever upset at the end of any movie, this would be it. <laughs> because it's like, no, how could they continue with this? I mean, where are we going to go straight into spoiler territory? I'm going to assume everyone that's listening to this 
had already seen the movie, so yeah, yeah, kind kids, of spoiled the fuck out absolutely, of this kids. This is this is spoiler territory, as is all of our podcasts. Really, <laughs> all of our episodes have been. <laughs> yeah. You really need to see stuff because we spoil absolutely everything. But yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's funny. You know yeah. what? Um, I have to say. Um, as far as the ending is concerned, Thanos yeah. just walking out onto the ledge, sitting down, looking out over the sun, looking at the sun, looking at the vista. I thought that was perfect. I, uh-huh. it, that was such a boss ending. He did exactly what he said he was, what he told Doctor Strange he wanted to do. He just said, you know, I just want to snap my fingers, have it all done, and just sit down and relax. <laughs> and he fucking did it. You know, there's what you have to you have to admire that about Marvel villains. They typically get what they yeah. want. Oh yeah. Especially in the Russo yeah. brothers directed Marvel movies. Dude, these guys, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Why didn't Kathleen Kennedy give them one of the the Skywalker saga? They should have given uh, he, uh, 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 she should have given yeah. one of those to these dudes. They have made yeah. The absolute, I kind of rank, there's like, there's like three, like, the top three Marvel movies in in my mind. Two of these movies are directed by the Russo brothers. One of them is directed by Ryan Coogler. And it's a toss-up between Winter Soldier and Civil War. Civil War almost being like an Avengers 2.5. Yeah, pretty much. This movie, sir, I'm excited to say that they finally made an Avengers movie that didn't bore me to death. There yeah. was there was not wow. one spent moment in this movie. There was not one... Every bit of that time was used properly in this movie. It, never, it was never boring. Mm-hmm. I was never bored. Not yeah. once. You know, everybody had their theories about who they thought was going to... To uh, to not make it to the to the end of this movie, and I have to say I was I was a thousand percent wrong about yeah, who I thought right. was going to be gone in this movie. Thousand percent, like every every everything I thought was wrong was dead wrong. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Okay, um, so well, where do we where do we yeah. start here, Mister Zulueta? Uh, okay, well let's let's talk about what the uh, the movie does right first of all mm. uh, you know what's really amazing what i really marvel haha what i really marvel about this movie yeah. is that they all is that the uh, the writers of this movie managed to make all the characters sound like that they were from their uh respective movies yeah for example uh Star Lord definitely sounded like Star Lord from the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Yeah, it was almost like James Gunn had directed the movie, and she <laughs> just like uh, like let him direct a little bit of, of the movie. Yeah, you know. Yeah. The, uh, the the Black Panther sequences were very true to uh, the Black Panther movies, I thought. But they they were all very distinct characters, which I love. You know, uh, and I thought the interaction between them was was just great i loved i loved uh rocket raccoon teaming up with thor hmm. dr strange teaming up with iron man i mean the, the little kid in me was just so excited to see this movie can i turn the ship around yeah 
Now he wants to run. Great. I want to protect the stone. And I want you to thank me now. Go ahead. I'm listening. For what? Are we blasting me in the space? Who just saved your advanced glass? Me. I seriously don't know how you fit your head into that helmet. Admit it. You should have ducked up when I told you to. I tried to bench you. You refused. Unlike everyone else in your life, I don't work for you. And due to that fact, we're now in a flying donut, billions of miles from Earth with no backup. I'm backup. No. You're still away. I just can't believe her. We finally have, like, the kind of movie that I had dreamed of since I was a teenager. Yeah, and it only took them ten years to make it. Yeah. Right? Wow. Yeah. Uh, ten movies, yeah. ten years to get to this point. There's a, that's a lot of story to tell. Yeah. To get to the point where you could just dive into a big story like this. That's an impressive feat. And, and to, to speak to your point about how all the characters are, they kind of sound like the characters from their respective movies. And it's, you know, there's two Guardians of the Galaxy movies. There's been a couple of, ba- uh, Spider-Man's been in a couple of movies already. So, yeah, I mean, like, you know, that's a testament to how good the Russo brothers are. Having a good idea of the voices of these characters are able to incorporate them in this movie. And also goes to the genius of Kevin Feige, who is basically the, the ringleader of this whole thing. He's the one that's kind yes. of constructing and sculpting this entire universe. And I think this is the end of Phase 3, I think, and we're moving into Phase 4. Yes, I, I believe you're right. That's a heavy lift. That's a lot yeah. of planning. That, that That's a hell of a lot of planning. Yeah. Kevin Feige actually plotted out this universe and, you know, or, you know, plotted out how to um, tell this one particular story in this universe. The only way this movie is made is that all of these characters were already established. So you don't have to go into backstory and history and all that shit. You can just go into adventure. And that makes for, yeah, I mean, um, like, really, like, pithy, like, there's, there's always something going on in this movie. It's, it doesn't fucking stop. That's right. Well, this movie does assume that you know, like, who, who these characters are. Of course. <laughs> and there have been so many websites saying, you know, these are the things you need to know before watching the Infinity Wars. Yeah. Because it's a pretty complicated story. Yep. It's sort of like a sort of like a cosmic Lord of the Rings in a way. <laughs> that's that's because, absolutely right. Uh, yeah, because he has to gather all these different Infinity Stones, and they each have a different power, which is pretty cool. But yeah, going back to uh, Kevin Feige and his singular vision. I mean, it's it's great, but he also has the benefit though of drawing from storylines from the comics. Oh, absolutely. So, that, yeah, that goes yeah, without so saying. So you can definitely pick and choose the right. Uh, stories to tell and yes and this is definitely a really good story to tell and it's kind of like it's it's pretty much like a mixtape of of different stories from the comic books that are kind of put together and, and made into this film the civil war movie is there are shades of it that are similar to what went on in the comic book but it's not really the comic book it's a lot of uh time to really flesh out these characters to get you invested in some of these characters because you know as they've been saying telling us for a while now you know some folks don't make it and um now yeah, <laughs> that that's uh, I, mean, I know we're we're kind of jumping all over the place. I know you wanted to go on a I want you wanted to move in a linear 
fashion, but uh, okay. well, we always yeah, going with the flow. end up going off on some tangent. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> it's okay. That's what this show is. Yes. <laughs> this show is the drunken conversation after you see the movie and you're all over the fucking yeah. place. <laughs> but I'm really impressed that uh, people aren't really spoiling this movie. Oh, we are well behaved for internet people. Yes, yes. I'm. Yeah. I mean, I am surprised at that. Um, <laughs> because I was expecting somebody. I'm seeing kind of thing, like I saw on IGN today that um, they had a picture of Jar Jar, uh-huh. and it said um, the caption said, "I don't feel so good," and he yeah. started dis- <laughs> he started dissolving and and blowing away. Um, so let's talk about that. I've been seeing lots of memes about that too. Yeah, I've um, only seen one. I just saw one for the first time today. But um, uh, oh, you know, there's a really funny one of uh, you know the Windows logo. Yeah. The, uh, you know, it's like how it's kind of like uh, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Pixelates and then he goes, "Mr. Gates, I don't feel so good." <laughs> <laughs> okay, but. Uh, yeah, that snap of the finger by Thanos, and was it half the universe dies? Yeah. Well, see, this is this is what I don't think they're dead. I don't think anybody's okay. dead. Oh, I don't think so either, because there's a Spider-Man two coming up, and two more Black Panther movies. I'm sure <laughs> they're gonna make. They're not gonna kill that one. I know. That's what I saw. I saw Black Panther d- dissolve. I was like, oh, they're funny. Up, <laughs> children. Up. This is no place to die. And then Spider-Man dissolves, and then Star-Lord dissolves. I'm like, okay, you guys are cute. If you notice something, it's the new guys that were disappearing. That's right. Well, Vision, Vision's kind of new. Vision's new. Um, But yeah, I thought Cap was gone. I thought Stark, I thought they were going to kill Tony Stark off. I thought thought maybe the Hulk, but the Hulk doesn't even show up in this movie. No, Banner was having performance issues with the Hulk. Yeah, isn't that funny? (laughs) (laughs) That is so funny because he's because Thanos is just that unbeatable. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of scary. Well, you know, was scared. You know, I'm gonna say that that's not true. Okay. And, And technically, technically, it is. But I'm gonna say it's not true because they got him. They had him. Until Peter Quill fucked it up. Not so strong now, huh? Where is Gamora? My Gamora. Oh, bullshit. Where is she? He's in anguish. Good. He, he, he mourns. What does this monster have to mourn? Gamora. He took her to Bormir. He came back with the soul stone. And she did it. Okay, Quill, you gotta call it right now. You understand? Don't, don't, don't engage. We almost got this off! 
Tell me she's lying. Asshole! Tell me you didn't do it! almost off of his fucking hand. They almost had him. Yeah. And Peter Quill had that seven moment. <laughs> <laughs> What's in the box? What's, What's in, in the, the box? box? <laughs> they could they could have played that out a little more dramatically, I thought. But I got the idea. Yeah. Is really upset. Yes. If they've been saying that they don't want to reveal the name of Avengers 4 because it has something to do with one of the characters um, mm. in, in, in this movie, in Infinity War. And uh-huh. that's what I'm thinking. Because I, I thought it was very interesting. I didn't see that coming with Gamora. I didn't see it coming at all. That was yeah. that surprised me. It it yeah. it surprised me not when you think. It surprised me when she kissed Star Lord because it was that moment when, um, like that moment in Force Awakens when Han hugs uh, Princess Leia for the last time, uh-huh. and I thought, oh my god, they're gonna kill him off. That's that's what I thought about Gamora when she, when she kissed Peter. I was like, holy sh- no. And show enough. But I thought it was very interesting that the only way that he could get the soul stone is to sacrifice the one thing that he loved. That's why I believe that she has something to do with everyone not dying, but maybe just being raptured someplace. Because if she is the the soul of Thanos then she's not going to kill all those people. She's going to put them someplace. Uh, who's going to put who someplace? Gamora. Because okay. Gamora's not dead. She's not dead. Well, you see that at the end of the movie. Okay, I must have been... Okay, I must have been not paying attention because when did Gamora show up again? <laughs> That's it. So that's I. So that's my that's my point. I don't. You know, that's 
where I think everybody, when I think Gamora had something to do with putting all of those people someplace else, not uh, exterminating them. That's interesting. Interesting theory. Well, I mean, uh, you know, that was, I mean, they spent a lot of time on that in this movie. You know, even so much as showing the origin story of, um, this is the only origin story I think they tell in this movie, of how um, Thanos came across Gamora as a little baby, and he takes a liking to her. Yeah. And oh, my God. shows her this blade to distract her while he commits mass genocide against her people. Yeah. And that's it. And that becomes his one of his daughters. Yeah, that was a pretty chilling moment. Yeah. When he was uh, when he was showing her the blade and then like kind of turning her around so she, so she doesn't see the assassination of his people. Yeah. yeah. Father of the year. Yeah, and he's not. And he wept when he realized he had to kill her. Really? Tears? They're not for him. typical big bad who's just like he's not a raging psycho he's not a goofball he's not he is a fucking well-spoken serious dude Uh and he knows exactly what he wants he's he is driven by this one goal and that is all he cares about even so much so that he kills the one thing in the universe that he loves more than anything else more than himself and that's his daughter and, uh, I mean, he, his dialogue is fantastic, too. Yeah. I mean, he, he has some of the best lines in the movie. Yeah. He's like Darth Vader in that respect. He's a pretty complex villain. Yes, absolutely. And he, he's got a strange sense of uh, loving things, <laughs> loving his kids. <laughs> but he wants power most of all, it seems. Yes. Or... I'm still not clear, though, as to why he would want to wipe out half the universe. Well, because um, I think he he says something about there being too many people, like too or too many, like the universe is too crowded. Uh, 
Because you know, because you realize that's the one. That's the that's the thing about the the so called the, the rapturing of of um of everybody is that it almost seems a bit random. Except you're right. Like the newer ones seem to go, and the older, the classic quote unquote uh, Avengers are the ones that stay. Yeah. So you kind of you kind of know where Avengers Four is going to go. I have, the, to, uh, I have to say I don't. Oh, okay. Well, the uh, the old Avengers are going to try to rescue the new Avengers. Oh, somehow. sure. Yes. Yes. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I just um. I. You know. You know what else I thought of? I thought of Secret Wars as well. Okay. There's some Secret Wars. There's something that remind. There's something about this that reminds me of Secret Wars. Like how the Beyonder just kind of. Like they, they, he just raptures heroes and villains and puts them in a weird place and says, "Okay, fight, entertain me." <laughs> That's pretty much it. Yeah, I, to say, but I loved it anyway. I yeah. loved, I loved Secret Wars. It was great. It's yeah. where Spider-Man's black costume came from. That's right. It was a costume. AKA Venom. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Can't wait for that one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> How you doing, everybody? This is Chuck Conyers, the one half of the Cinepod Movie Cast. Hey, listen. Are you looking for something new to read? Afrofuturism has finally reached the mainstream, and there are a lot of great stories out there that look at the diaspora in a completely different way. I remember growing up, a lot of kids would talk about what they would do if they could go back in time, and one of the things was go back and kill Hitler to prevent the Holocaust. I used to think about, what if you could go back in time and prevent African slavery from happening? Well, that little thought experiment morphed into what is now available for purchase in Amazon, iTunes, anywhere you buy books, The Maximilian Emancipation. On August 8th, 2041, three African slave ships travel through the space-time continuum and end up off the coast of New York and New Jersey. A group of experts come in to see if they can figure out what the hell is going on. Is this a hoax? Is this an act of God? Or is this something else? The Maximilian Emancipation's a fun, satirical look at time travel. And it's getting good reviews, too. Here's one that says, For Conyers' first ever novel, I'm very impressed. The premise is fascinating and well told. See, that's a good one. Here's another one. With budding narrative world-building skills worthy of a strong hat tip from a Terry Pratchett or Harry Turtle dub. Look at that. Mr. Kiners is a tour de force taking us on a journey through the civilizations of Earth that could have been had the monumental human sin of the industry of slavery been diverted from taking hold. Ooh la la, very fancy. So if you're interested in picking this up, you can get the paperback at Amazon, as well as the Kindle version. You can also go to iTunes, Kobo, any place that you typically get your ebooks. You can also go to stopslaverywithtimetravel.com. And you can find links to all the books, all the versions of the book. There's a PDF version you can buy from the site directly from me. And also, this is the first in a series of three books. The second book, called World Time, will be out this summer. Um, but stop, you can stop by the website, you can go on Amazon, check it out. It's called The Maximilian Emancipation. And now, let's get back to it. Hopefully this 
the superhero stuff won't burn out. Oh my gosh, yeah. I think James Cameron is upset that uh, that the Avengers are doing so well because he's so tired of superheroes. But no, I don't see that happening at all. Not not for now, certainly. Well, James Cameron just wants to sell Avatar tickets. That's all he wants. That's all he cares about. <laughs> he's got like uh, Avatar and the new, new, new Terminator series coming out. And he's got some fucking nerve talking about like, you know, who's the originality, motherfucker? How many Terminator <laughs> movies have you made? Get the hell out of here. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, you know, and James Cameron was supposed to direct the Spider-Man movie too. Remember that? Oh man, that actually would have been pretty cool. It would have been cool, yeah. Although I did, I did like uh, Sam Raimi's first two Spider-Mans. They were amazing, especially the second one. Yeah. Um, yes, the second. Yeah, Sam Raimi's second Spider-Man was great. I don't know what the hell happened by number three. But oh, it was. Uh, I think they forced Venom on him. Yeah, he didn't want to use Venom. So and it, and it shows. Oh, I yeah. think it, it definitely because shows. That was like was an awful movie. But I have to say that um, I think Homecoming is the best of the Spider-Man movies. Wow. Oh, my. Uh, Spider-Man Two. Oh my God! Yes, yes, yes. Oh, you gotta be. By a long shot. Wow. By a long shot. Well, yes. what did you like so much about it? Because Peter Parker was Peter Parker's a kid. He was a real kid, and he was a real kid in this movie. He's like a high school kid. They played okay. him young with with a Brooklyn a- with a I'm sorry with a Queens accent, and you know um, it was like kind of like watching a John Hughes movie, which is which is what you would expect a Spider Man movie to be like, you know, because mm. Spider Man is. A story about a high school kid with superpowers. And you got more of that from Homecoming than you did from from any of the Raimi movies, actually. Yeah, that's true. Well, you had uh, Tobey Maguire, who was pushing 30 at the time. Yes. Playing a high school kid, which I couldn't quite buy. Yeah, no one could. Same, same thing with Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. No, she does not look like a high schooler. No. But no. yes, uh, Spider-Man in these Marvel movies, I'm sorry, the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe movies definitely acts like a 17-year-old. Yeah. And that scene that he had with Stark was just heartbreaking. Mm. Is it Stark? I don't feel so good. You're all right. I don't, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening. What's happening? I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Sir, please. Please, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Yeah, that was something. But I like their dynamic. Um, I like the new Spidey suit too. That was that was pretty slick. <laughs> the Iron Spider. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it with the arms that come out of it. Oh yeah, that That's was uh, very. That was pretty cool. Very Spider-Man 100. <laughs> you remember Spider-Man wow, 100? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I do. When, <laughs> when he grew like four extra arms. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of my favorite storylines. Yeah, mine too. too. Yeah. I loved um, like he because he was taking a potion to get rid of the 
to get rid of his powers. And he started hallucinating and started and, with, and was fighting like his rogues gallery of villains all throughout that book. It was awesome. So he fought like Kingpin, the Hobgoblin, Doctor Doom. It's an awesome story. It's a, it's an awesome book. Yeah. If they, oh man, if they would adapt that into a live action film, that would be so fucking sweet. That's what I was because hoping. They had the lizard. Yep. The more is it Morbius, the uh, the vampire. Yeah, I was that hoping that cool I was hoping that Raimi was going to do that for part three for his third movie. That's what oh, I was hoping man. that he was going to do cool. at the time, but you know, not how yeah. that worked out. My complaint about Spider-Man: Homecoming is that he was too reliant on the Stark technology. Because. Yeah. Because it wasn't, you know, Spider-Man, part of the appeal of Spider-Man is that he invents his own stuff. He does his own webbing. Yeah. So his own true. costume. That's somehow. true. <laughs> yeah. Which is pretty amazing. <laughs> but, um, so I kind of wish he didn't keep that technology at the end. I was hoping, uh, you know, like, Stark would let him use the suit, but, you know, but without the, uh, like, all the trick gadgets. Right. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, that, it's a good point. That's a very good point. So what else about this movie? Let's talk about the humor here. <laughs> very funny movie. And I guess oh, and the, yeah. the Russo brothers, again, they're, they're, this was probably the f- more quippier of the movies, I think, that, that they've done. Um, there's definitely more comedy in this movie than um, than like Civil War or Winter Soldier. Even though they, you know, they're they're very they're very good still at um, at working in like very funny jokes and stuff. It, it, this movie was funny in parts. It's, it was true. It's oh, good. Yeah, absolutely. And I think Star Lord has most of the funny lines there. Yeah. It's like when he calls uh, Thanos a guy with a nutsack on his chin. <laughs> I just died in the theater. Yeah, no, he's so, got a mouth on him. I love it. He's um, but, and I loved uh, Doctor Strange was awesome in this movie. Oh yeah, he kicked so much ass. Oh, it was awesome. They let him be like they let him be hardcore Doctor Strange too. It was fucking sweet. Yeah, because he was like, yeah, he he was really stubborn about guarding that stone. Yeah, you yeah, know, and rightly he didn't so. Care about anything else. Right, yeah, so. Yeah, he used the um, time stone to go into the future to see what the outcome would be, oh, and he saw God. something Any like over that he gave those guys like fourteen million or fourteen billion to one or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I was going, oh crap! But of course, of course, <laughs> it's going to be that. Of course, it's going to be that. I mean, I was thinking that maybe they would do like three out of something. Blah, blah, blah. But, you know, they, they have to raise the stakes. So, yeah, of course, it's going to be, you know, one in <laughs> billions and billions of possibilities. And, um, and I, I mean, I love when he got to where, um, you know, all the arms came out and uh, he broke into, like, uh, all those uh, different Doctor Strange. It was really good. It was, oh, it, it, that was neat. Yeah. yeah. This was a story that was crafted as well as... Um, as Civil War was, you know, because I, I mean, I'll tell you in Civil War, I didn't, I was, you know, when you go back and watch the movie and when they make the reveal in the movie, you can see all the pieces coming into place. And you're like, oh, okay, that's a it's a cool magic trick. But um, hiding the fact that Winter Soldier killed Tony Stark's parents, I mean, that was, 
fucking wild. That I thought that was fantastic. Uh, yeah. So and and that's the kind of writing that they have in this movie as well. There are a lot of really cool surprises and. You know, I'm not surprised that Loki is dead. I'm not su- I'm kind of surprised that Vision, they killed Vision off, but they kind of had to. Um, and who else? Um, Id- Idris Alba's character, who does he play again? The, oh, uh, uh, Heimdall. Yes, yes. They killed Heimdall. Yeah. Are they permanently dead? I think I they're mean, dead. Ha- Loki is a fan favorite. For a lot of people. Yeah, but I so think... So I'm surprised that they killed him off. Um... I don't know. Well, you know, no one dies in comic books and uh, superhero stories, so I'm pretty sure he'll find some way of getting them back, maybe at a high cost. I don't think so. I think the only people that they're going to focus on bringing back are the ones that were raptured. I think that's enough. I think to bring everybody back is a – I think that's a little too neat and tidy. They have to oh, okay. raise the stakes somehow, so like people have to people have to really die. I don't I don't see Loki coming back. I don't see Hamdel coming back uh, at all. Uh, I see Vision coming back. Yeah, you know they. Uh, how about Valkyrie? They didn't even show Valkyrie there. She was like part of the spaceship at the end of Thor Ragnarok, right? Well, they didn't show Valkyrie. They didn't show Ant Man or the Wasp. Um, yeah, there were a couple of. Uh, a couple more characters they didn't show. Hawkeye wasn't there. Hawkeye, that's right. Um, but how do you like the post-credit sequence? Oh my god! I was going. I need to see this movie now. <laughs> I instantly recognized who he was contacting. Captain uh, Marvel. Yeah, she's uh, supposedly the strongest Marvel character. Is that maybe? right? Uh, see, uh, I'm not 100% sure. I'm not, like, I'm not really well-versed in the, uh, Captain Marvel. Yes. But she seemed plenty powerful. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm very, I'm very intrigued about, uh, how, uh, what they're going to do to me. Because I, I didn't read, um, I didn't read the Infinity War stories, so I don't mm-hmm. know it at all. So yeah. I'm very curious to see where this goes. You know, I I was very uh I was very I was I was very happy with with this movie. I really was. So Mr. Zuweta, what do you uh, give Avengers Infinity War? Ah, uh, that's kind of a it's like a, a immediately I would uh I would give it like a nine. Okay. To, yeah, it's like a it's, it's not a perfect movie i mean i thought i thought it was a little short in terms of uh character development i guess uh because um oh i don't know there there was just you know there's just something a little a little unsatisfying about it it's Hmm. sort of like having uh this great chinese food (laughs) you know you know as you immediately after you after you finish, you know, you think to yourself, well, this is great. And then a couple of hours later, you're just like, you're super hungry again. <laughs> you know, there's just, there's just something missing here. Uh, but, you know, I think it'll hit me, like, maybe in a, a few days. But for right now, I, I think this is a, a pretty solid movie and definitely pays off all the threads that have been building up for 10 years. Yeah. And that's that's 
that in itself is a quite an achievement. So yeah, I would say a nine. How about you? Yeah, I'm about there. I'm about a nine as well. Um, yeah. Very well written, very smart, very funny, very fun. Um, never boring. The yes, you like like uh, like you heard the Empire Strikes Back of comic book movies. Um, this is where you know everything. All hope is lost. The the heroes have been defeated. They've been they've had they had their asses kicked, and um, you don't know how this is going to get resolved. But even the Empire Strikes Back, there was some hope at the end of Empire Strikes Back. This seems like an entirely hopeless situation, except for the fact that yeah. you know it's not because they're not going to not make another Black Panther movie. <laughs> they're not going to make another Spider-Man movie. They're not going to make another Guardians of the Galaxy movie. There's still a lot of money to be made. So it's, it's a, it's a, I mean, that's why I probably, why I wouldn't give it a 10 because you know, damn good and well, that this is not the end of the heroes. So, um, I liked that. I thought it was great. I thought it was fun and I look forward to seeing it again. These are great times to be a geek. It's yeah, good stuff. I think this, the technology has finally caught up with comic book heroes. Yes. Yeah, so we can now visualize them on screen without looking goofy or silly. Let's just look at the uh, Roger Corman Fantastic Four movies. <laughs> you know, Were they made they, for TV uh, Captain America? Oh, my gosh. I remember <laughs> that. Captain America and a Red Skull. Yeah. Oh, my God. Awful. And Spider-Man on Electric Company. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. This is Cinepod MovieCast. I'm Chuck Conyers. I'm Jose Jules Lauder. Peace out. Jose, I don't yeah. feel so good. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs>